Today's Shira Mishnabur Yomi is Daf Kuf Lamid Tes Omud Beis. And we're at the very top, the Machaber Seif Zayin, we're still in Simon Kuf Yud, and we're going to deal today with some finishing up halachos of Tvila Saderech, and then the Tvila that you make when you enter and leave a base Medrash. The Machaber starts off in Sif Zayin. Omer Osa, he's talking about Tvila Saderech, Achar Shehichs Bechaderech. After you've already started to go on the road. You can't say Tula Sadarach while you're still in your house. So at what point do you say it when you've already started to go on the road? The Ailama, one shouldn't say it. You should only say it if you're going to travel a distance of a parsa. We'll explain that a parsa is four mil. A mil is two thousand amos. So this is eight thousand amos. A mil is approximately two thousand amos, approximately a kilometer. So this is a distance of four kilometers. If you're traveling less than a parasha, you can still say tefillah saderach, but you can't conclude with the bracha. So you can just say the tefillah, but you can't conclude it with the bracha part. The Ramah adds, The Ramah says that you should ideally say tefillah saderach at the very beginning of the trip, not at the end or at the middle of the trip. If a person forgot to say it, the Mechaber says, If you didn't say it at the beginning like the Ramah suggested, you can say it at any time during the trip that you remembered. However, But if you've already reached within one parsa, the four kilometers, the four mil of the city that you're traveling to, then it's too late to say it with a bracha. So, then you can say it from there, you can still say the Tila Saderech, but not with the concluding Baruch HaTashem Shomea Tvila. That's the entire Sif. Now let's see the Mishnah Burr. The Mishnah Burr in Sif Kotn Chavtes writes, on the words of the Chaber, it says you have to be started on the road in order to begin to say Tvila Saderech. Road to Lord, right? The Mishnah Burr says, the Chaber is trying to tell us over here, You shouldn't say it while you're still within the city that you live even if you're not in your house, but you're on the road already, but you're in the city still, even though you're preparing to go onto the road. Deir footnote number 30 explains the reasoning behind this in the name of the Shalos Tshuva's Be'er Sheva. When you're still inside the city, maybe you may change your mind and you won't go on the road, and therefore you said we wasted bracha. Furthermore, likewise, a bracha should always be right immediately preceding the act of the mitzvah, the action that you're breaking the bracha on. So over here, if you make the bracha in your house, you may not go on the road, travel right away, so you'd be over this idea of saying the bracha over lasiyoso immediately prior to doing the action. The Mishnah Burr continues and writes, the Ibura Shalir, the expansion of the city. What does that mean? This is 70 ama and a little bit more, which the Gemara explains is 70 and two-thirds ama. This is called the Ibur Shalir. Ibur is like a pregnant woman. This is the little bit of pregnancy of the city. This is a little bit of the extension of the city, which is very close to the city. After you've passed all the houses of the city, this is the immediate 70 and two-thirds ama outside the last houses. This has the halachic status of being in the ear, of being in the city. The Taz does permit you to say even when you're still in the city. From the moment that you have decided in your mind, and you prepared yourself to go on the road. He says, Mr. you're going to go, and these concerns that we just expressed a moment ago, the Taz says, aren't really real concerns. 
However, Abol Rabba, the Primagodim, Sharachronim, Cholkemasir. But the Eli Rabba, the Primagodim, and many other Achronim disagree with the Taz. Vizkimu Lechatchila, and they hold that Lechatchila, Yesh Lizar, Shalolasos Kane. You shouldn't say Tula Saderech until you've actually left the city limits. However, Achbidiyevit, Yesh Lismochalvar. But they say under extenuating circumstances or after the fact, if you did it, you didn't know you weren't allowed to, then you can rely upon the Taz's opinion. You wouldn't have to say Tula Saderech again. Because uh, this is all true at the beginning when you're leaving your house. But if you're traveling on the road and you sleep over in a place, so now when you get up, you're still in that place and you're saying Then you can say as soon as you're preparing yourself to go on the road. Even though you're still in the city, you haven't left the city. Because because here, there's no chance that you're changing your mind. You're already on the road. You've already decided to travel. This is your third day of traveling, so therefore these concerns that we just expressed do not apply. There's a special tefillah that a person says when he leaves the city, when he enters the city, and look in the Mishnah Brewer over there. Dirshu footnote number 33 brings down that it talks there in the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Brewer that when a person enters into a city, there are bad people in the city and they make all sorts of libels about a person. When you leave such a city, you should thank Hashem for allowing you to leave the city safely. And then that segues right into Tzulah You say, thank you Hashem for allowing me to successfully leave these bad people in the city and take me please on the road and carry me safely to where I'm going. And therefore, you can say that with the rest of the Tzulah Saderech immediately upon leaving the city. You don't have to wait until you're actually the, outside the borders of the city, but immediately as you leave the city. And he brings down over there that that's because because the minute you leave the city, you have to say the Hodah, even though Tzvilah normally would wait a little bit more, but once you're saying this Hodah, you can include the Tzvilah with it, so it's one long bracha. That also explains when you're on the road, even when you're still in the city, you could say this bracha because you're about to leave the city and you're thanking Hashem for letting you get out safely, and you can already start saying the Tzvila Sederich in attachment to that. Sivkat and Lamed, the Mishra writes, parsa. You only say this if you're traveling a distance of at least a parsa. He explains, because if you don't travel such a distance of at least four mil, four kilometer from the city, that's not considered a dangerous area and you shouldn't have to say Tzvila Sederich. The issue footnote number 34 brings down very practical considerations. If you're traveling from Tel Aviv to Yerushalayim, do you, do you not have to say Tzvila Sederach? So this is a machlokus amongst the modern-day postkim. Rishlomo Zalman Zatzal says, Ein levarich, because he says, Shari Tzorich Lios Mokom Shoshtei Parsos B'liyishu. There has to be at least a space of two parsa of about eight kilometers, eight mil, that don't have any settlements. And that's not true between Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim. Furthermore, he says on those the entire length of the road, there are constantly vehicles. It's as if all the vehicles are considered one caravan. And as long as some people from the caravan are still in the city, it's not called that the caravan left the city. So therefore, but when you're passing through an Arab neighborhood or a dangerous neighborhood, since they are unfortunately our enemies, they appear as if they're not settled cities, and therefore you could say to Lesederich when you go through those areas. He also brings down Rav Shach Zatzal, who brings down the name of the Grizmi Brisk Zatzal, that they also didn't say to Lesederich in this situation. However, Rav Shach himself was no egg to make the bracha. On the other hand, the Chazonich did make the bracha, and he pointed out 
that Chazonish, according to Chaim Kanievsky, his nephew, would also make the bracha when he traveled from a city to a city that was attached by houses. You could even make Tila Sederach with the bracha when you're traveling from one city to another, even though there's no paucity of houses in between them. Because he says even inside a city, if it's dangerous to travel, you can make Tila Sederach. So certainly when you're going from one city to another city. And he adds, He says that any travel today could be considered a Sakana. However, it's not a Chova to make Tila Sederach. Getting back to the Mishabur, he continues, he says that while under normal circumstances traveling less than a parish is not considered a dangerous place, unless in but if it is a dangerous place, then you would be permitted to say under any situation. He brings down the name of the Elie Rabbit, there's no difference whether you're traveling on a road or you're traveling in the water on a boat. Well, if he's there, therefore, those people that travel on trains, they also have to say, even if they're going only a short distance, a parsa. And therefore, and therefore, as soon as the train starts to go, you should be very quick to say, because before you know it, you'll have gone a parsa. Ideally, you should say the Tilas Aderach within the distance of the first parsa. You're traveling more than a parsa, but you should say the Tilas Aderach as soon as you really get started traveling, even within the first parsa itself. That's the ideal time to say Tilas Aderach. However, if you didn't say it, then you can keep on saying it until you reach the last parsa. As long as you still have another parsa to go on the train, then you can still say Tilas Aderach. The issue footnote number 36 talks about if you travel on an airplane. He brings down from Yaakov Kanenetsky, is that Sal of the Emes Liyakov, Shiyomai Tula Sedera, Kishamaskal Hamotos Linsoa, Bimihirus, Al Mistol Hamro. As soon as the plane starts to taxi on the runway, that's when you should say Tula Sedera. He brings down that Rishlom Zalmuz Atzal was more that Yevorach Keshemis Romeim Hamotos Legova Kazeh Shemipomi Menu Sakonhi. He says you should make Tvila Sederach as soon as the plane reaches a height, which if you were to fall from that height, a person would be in great danger. So it's, uh, you know, 20, 30 feet, even less maybe. As soon as the plane takes off, that's when you should Tvila Sederach. If you forgot, he brings down the name of Chaim Kanievsky, that as long as the plane hasn't landed, you can still say Tvila Sederach as well, even though you're very close to where the plane will land and you're within a parsa of the airport. This is because this is still called a Dayin Kimokum Sakona. Normally when you get within the parts of the city, it's no longer a Sakona. Here, it still is the most dangerous part when you land the plane, so that's called still a Mokum Sakona. Sivkat Lamed Aleph says, Mr. Bura, that a parsa is Shmonas Alofim Alofim Amma, 8,000 Ammas, the meal who Alpayim Amma, because each meal is 2,000 Amma, or parsa Yabo Amilim, and a parsa is 4 million. Again, I said a meal is about a kilometer, so a parsa is about 4 kilometers. Sivkat Lamed Bays, Avil Pachos, however, if you are less than a parsa, then don't say it with a bracha. This is why the custom, he says, is that when a person travels less than a parsa, you don't say shalom to the guy. Because it's not called traveling from the road. Because the person didn't say it to less than so you don't say it to shalom, because it's not considered a significant trip. If you reach within the parsa of the city, you don't say to less with a bracha. And even if your intention is to still travel beyond that city, nevertheless, that's considered a separate travel. So you don't make it now, because this is like saying to Elisaderach in your house when you're not yet on the road. So here you're coming into your house, you're coming into the city, you didn't say to Elisaderach, you forgot, 
albeit you're going to leave again. So when you leave again, that's when you'll say Tfilas HaDerech. Now we go to Sif Ches. This is a totally different discussion, as we'll see. The Mechaber writes, When a person enters into a base medrash, he should say the following tefillah, should be your will, our God, and the God of our fathers. The person asks that I shouldn't make a mistake in my learning. And this continues, there's a whole nusach that's found in the Siddur. And when a person leaves the base medrash, Yomar, We thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When we leave the base medrash, we say, Thank you, Hashem, for giving me a portion amongst those that sit in the base medrash as opposed to the people that are outside. And there are those that add on additional phrases over here as well, each one according to his custom. The Mishnah Burr in Sivkot Lamadalad writes, when you enter the Basak Medrash, Ha'arizal Hoysa Omer Bhoboka, he would say this every morning. Vaya Omer Acharkach, and he would say afterwards, Kashemite Chokma, mi piv das usfuna. Hashem gives wisdom, and from his mouth comes all das and all standing. And furthermore, Gal Inai, open up my eyes, Vyabita, so I can see, Niflos mi Torah Secha, all the wonders of your Torah. Sivkot Lamade, Yispal Yiratum of Nakh, you say this Yiratzon, the Aim Bachasima, it doesn't end with a bracha. This is true not only if you're learning in the base medrash with other people, but even if you're learning by yourself, this is especially true if a person has reached the age where he is a more hara, he is a posek. He should especially daven that he shouldn't make mistakes in his learning or in his teachings. To say that something that is tome is really tar, or something that it's mutter. And it's nice to put this all together in one simple tefillah that includes many different things. And this is that loshon. It may be your will, Hashkodesh Baruch Hu, my God and the God of my fathers. You should enlighten my eyes with the light of the Torah. And you should save me from making any sort of a mistake or an error. Whether it's an error in Paskening, it's a heter. Whether it's a financial mistake, whether it's instructing or poskening something or just teaching people. And please open my eyes to let me see the wonders of your Torah. And if I made any mistakes, help me correct them. Please do not prevent truth coming out of my mouth. Because God is the one that gives Chachma. From Kadosh Baruch who comes all wisdom and understanding. When he is learning in a public group, he likewise should pray to Hakadosh Baruch Hu that he's not happy if one of them makes a mistake. And they shouldn't be happy if he makes a mistake. By Gemara, as it is written in the Gemara, the issue footnote number forty brings down from Yashiv Zatzal. We see here the importance, the depth of understanding proper character and proper principles that a person should act. Even great individuals like Rabbi Nechunya, they were concerned that they could make a mistake and rejoice in somebody else's mistake or not say something over correctly. And every person therefore has to daven that he shouldn't be also included in potentially making such a tragic error.
Sivkat Lamed Vav, Ubisiyosu, when he leaves the base Medrash, Kosovo Ramba, Perish and Mishnah, the Ramba writes in the Perish and Mishnahis, the Eilish Nei Tfilos, these two Tfilos that we talked about, Chova, or obligations, the Yeshlol, Espalo, Yoshev, or Omed, he should say he's either sitting or standing, Kemoshi is dying low, whatever way it's comfortable for him, whatever way it happens to him, Velo Yachzer, Pan of Lemizrach, Velo Lamar, he shouldn't turn towards the east or towards the west, Velo Yasse, Shtachavoy, Vchule, he doesn't bow down, Ayn Shom, see what the Rambam says. The Vyohel Yeraba, the El Yeraba rings down, as well as Shari Achronim, this Rambam. Sifkat Lamed Vav, Yomer Mode, he should say this, Mode Anila Fenecha Hashem, Lokai Hashem, Santi Chalki Miyoshe Vesa Medrash. Who had no Zik, Betorah Bichidus Kalyom, likewise a person who studied by himself, even if it's not in the base Medrash, Sorech Lomar Kim Bechol Erev, Acha Gemar Limudo, he should say this every night after he's done with his learning, he should thank Hashem for giving him the wonderful opportunity to sit and learn Torah. This concludes Simon Kuf Yud. Now we will quickly start Simon Kuf Yud Aleph. Din Smuchas Kula Latila, the halachos of connecting the end of the Brachos of Kriyashma Goal Yisrael to the Shmonesri. This is called Smichas Gula Latvila, one of the most important halachos in regards to these parts of the davening. The Machaber starts off and he says, Sarech Litzmoch Gula Latvila. There's an obligation for a person to connect Goal Yisrael to the start of the Shmonesri. Velo Yasik Benayim, and he's not allowed to interrupt in any way between them. This is one of the strictest laws of not interrupting for anything, even Kaddish or Kedusha, Amen Yeshme Rabbi, you're not allowed to interrupt between Gula Latvila. Afilu Ba'omin Achagar Yisrael, and you're certainly not allowed to say Amen. After Gal Yisrael, below Bishum Pasuk, and you're not allowed to say any sort of an interruption. No Pesukim are allowed to be said in between Gal Yisrael and the start of the Shmon Esrei. The Mishnah Berurin Sifkat and Aleph writes, "Avol b'Musaf u'b'Mincha mutalomar Pesukim Kodem Hashem Suasai Tiftach Avolo Achakach." By Shachris, you're not allowed to say anything before Hashem Suasai Tiftach, and you go straight into the rest of the Shmon Esrei thereafterwards. However, by Mincha and by Musaf, a person is allowed to say, as we know, Kishem Hashem Ekra. One is allowed to say other Pesukim because you're not being so mechagula latvila. The Pasuk Zem Eklal Tvilahu because Hashem Suasai Tiftach is never a problem because that's part of the Shmon Esrei. The whole Mehai. That's why it's not considered an interruption between saying Goa Yisrael and Baruch Hashem Hashem is an intrinsic part of the Shemun It's not a Havsaka. Since the rabbis established it to be said with the Shmon Esrei, it's considered part of the Shmon Esrei. And therefore you're not allowed to interrupt between that and the Shmon Esrei as well. Sivkat and Beis, the Mishnah Berurah says, you're not allowed to interrupt between Gula Latvila, between Gala Yisrael and, and Shem Sosai Tiftach. Va'afilu b'shiyah ba'alma. Yosem, yikdei dibur, yesh lizor l'chachila. Even any small pause, but more than the time it takes to say, Shalom Alecha Rebbe, or maybe Shalom Alecha Rebbe Yomori, famous machlokis, how long is this man of Kidei dibur? Three words or four words. Certainly one should not pause even for the amount of time that it stays to say, Shalom Alecha Rebbe, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Yomori, in between the Gala Yisrael and the start of the Shemun Esrei. Then he points out, Kidei Dibur, who Kidei, Shilas Talmud Lerab. That's what I just mentioned to you. That is the amount of time that it takes to say, Shalom Alecha Rebbe. Sivkot and Gimel. Afilu Ba'omen. And you're not allowed to even answer Amen over here. Who are the Kadesh, Ukdusha, Elanos? You're not allowed to answer any Tfilos over here between Gai Yisrael and the Shemun Esrei, as we already learned in Simon Samach Vav, Siv Tess. Venakar Amen. Why did he specifically mention you can't answer Amen after Gai Yisrael? Mishum Dishom Solak Inyonish Labrachos Kriyashma. Because that does conclude all the Brachos of Kriyashma. Bahav Amin. And I might have thought, Yochol Lanos Amen, Afilu Acharatzbo. That normally we do say that when you're concluding a section, you could answer Amen even after your own Bracha, as we learn. 
learn, as we will learn in Simon Reish Tezvav Sif Aleph. Therefore, Kamash Mulan, he has to come and teach us over here. The Omar, the also Mishum Hefsik, that here you can't answer Amen to God Yisrael, that is considered Hefsik. And Afilu Achar and one should not even answer after the Shalir Tzibah says, Go Yisrael, you don't answer Amen. You go straight into Yishman Esrei. That's why many people have the custom that they say that along with the Chazan, so therefore there is not even a concern that you're obligated in any way to say Amen to his Go Yisrael. Sivka and Dalit, you're not going to interrupt with any Pasuk. Afilu Bi'arvis, Kodim Shman Esrei. Even during the Tila of Mariv, when there's the whole additional tulos of Hashkivenu and Baruch Hashem Leolam Amen V'yamein, so they're all considered Geula Arichta, they're all considered part of Goal Yisrael, even though they're not exactly Goal Yisrael, but they're called Geula Arichta, and therefore, you might have thought that by Marv we're not so concerned about having no interruptions, so therefore it comes to teach us, Gamkein Yesh Lizar Bazat, one should be careful by Marv as well, even though the rules are somewhat more lax, we do allow you to say the Hashkivenu, and those that have the custom of Baruch Hashem Leolam Amin Yomen Yireinenu, nevertheless that's all called Gula Arichta, then the Kaddish is also called, we'll learn all these halachos when we learn the halachos of Marv. That concludes today's shir.